0: Following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into the Sumner County Sports Podcast with your host, Zach Womble, covering high school sports all across Sumner County. Now to the Steph Curry of Paper Basketball. Here's your host, Zach Womble.
1: One o'clock here in the mid so you know what time it is. Time for the Sumner County Sports Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition. Joining me, as always, behind the scenes is our soon-to-be award-winning producer, J.P. Plant. As always, please like, subscribe, rate, and comment on the podcast wherever you may be listening You can follow me on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP. You can follow the show on Twitter at Main Street Preps and of course at Sumner Sports Pod. You can also check us out on Facebook at Main Street Preps, The Gallatin News, The Hendersonville Standard, and The Portland Sun. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a follow at Main Street Nashville where you will find a whole host of videos from mornings on Main Street with Nashville's media darling Joe Dubin as well as Main Street's. Sports Today with Chris Yao, Mo Patton, and JP Plant, as well as our entire library of podcasts, including yours truly. If you're wondering, we are nearing 730 all time downloads for the show, including international listeners in Russia and Germany. So, sponsors, I am talking to you. One last item of note of course, we want to dive and give thanks to our Listeners who tune in each and every week, your support is greatly appreciated. So I just want to say thank you for showing me love each and every week. Diving into this week's shows, our top headlines as always. And up first, commandos are crowned the district tournament champs. You want to head on over to mainstreetpreps.com to check out my story from last night's Tuesday's victory for Hendersonville over Beach High School, where Hendersonville High School won the district 10-4-A championship. Their first district tournament championship since 2015 and their second win over the Bucks in as many days. Both Beach and Hendersonville will move on to the region tournament that starts next Monday. While the commandos will host and the Beach Buccaneers will travel, who their opponents will be are still to be determined. District 9, 4A, who they match up with in the region tournament, is actually doing a best-of-three series once they get to their semifinal rounds. Mount Juliet has bested Cookville in two games, so they are for sure in the district tournament championships. And we wait to see what happens between Green Hill and Lebanon. They will play their Game 3 winner-take-all today, Wednesday, at 6 o'clock at Lebanon High School to see who will move on. To the district tournament championship to face Mount Juliet in that district, and of course, who will move on to the region tournament? Our next headline: District soccer update. First off, District Nine A, or excuse me, District Nine Two A, Portland dropped its opening round game to Greenbrier, and White House failed to rival White House Heritage in the opening round ending their seasons, meaning Greenbrier and White House Heritage, will play for the district title on Thursday and advance to the region tournament as well, ending White House and Portland season. As for District 10-4A, which is the large schools, will feature Station Camp and Hendersonville, two familiar foes in the district tournament championship. Seems like a long, long time since they have not played one another for the district tournament championship, whether that be boys or girls soccer. Station Camp defeated Beach 3-2 in the semifinal round, and Hendersonville defeated Galton 4-0. Or I guess 4-0 for you soccer enthusiasts out there. Both teams will advance to the region tournament and face either Antioch or Hillsboro in next week's action. Of course, that region semifinal round is a winner go home game. And if you advance to the region championship, you will move on to the sectional round where you await a Williamson County and or Maury County team, whether that be Columbia Central, Brentwood, Franklin, one of those sorts. Our last headline before we dive into the, ba- to the break, district softball update. Portland finished the District 9-3A tournament 1-2, ending its season against Montgomery Central. White House finished the tournament 0-2, losing to Creekwood and then Montgomery Central in Game 2. The rest of the District 9-3A bracket will be held at Montgomery Central And with the if necessary game being on Friday. Wednesday's District 10 4A action features Gallatin versus McGavick at 5 and Station Camp versus Beach at 7. We will dive into more of the district District 10 4A tournament after the break, so stick around and hear from Gallatin head coach Mike Raper.
0: Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Press, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, well, we got a podcast for you. From the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange sports reporter Casey Patrick, the MSP North Podcast with Brady Mcintamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson counties. The Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmettier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media social platforms and wherever... You get your podcast. Now, back to our hosts of the Sumner County Sports Podcast, Zach Womble.
1: Thanks, JP. Yeah, an entire library of podcasts you can check out. It's a lot to look into and a lot to dive into. We do it We do it big over here at Main Street Preps, and I'm not sure anyone else does what we do. So we're trying to bring you all the local high school coverage that we can give you, again, our award-winning team with Russell, Casey, Brady, Blaine, Tyler, Tommy Bryan, and Wilson County, Monty Hale, and Rutherford County, you name it, we tried to do it. As I mentioned before the break, we were going to get into District 10-4A action, and of course, the district tournament is going to be played at Station Camp High School, where uh, the several round games have been played already. Gallatin defeated Hendersonville 13-4 on Tuesday in the Losers' bracket quarterfinal to keep its season alive. And Beach and Station Camp won their opening round games off the bye against Gallatin and McGavick. As for Station Camp and Beach, the Bison are 2-0 against the Lady Bucks this season, but you can never count out a Christy Utley-led team. Gallatin, who will play that first round game against McGavick, as I said, at 5 o'clock, is two zero against the Raiders this year, outscoring them twenty eight to nothing. But in a one game winner go home scenario, you never know what will happen. We're actually going to hear from Galton head coach Mike Raper here in a little bit. Who is? jumping on with us via video. I know he's trying to find the link to jump in, but he will join us soon. It's been a fun District 10-4A softball season so far. Station camp, of course, ran the gauntlet, finishing 10-0 undefeated. Actually had station camp head coach Ken Crook on last week's show to talk about his team's season, their success, and kind of where he sees his program going. So if you missed any of that action, station camp fans, you can head on over to our Sumner County Sports Podcast Twitter page to check that out. But up up now this week, we're joined now by Gallatin Head Coach Mike Raper of the Lady Waves, who joins us via video. Coach Raper, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? You all right? I'm doing very good. Got a little bit of an echo from you. Uh, I I don't know if we can uh, potentially get rid of that, but if not, no big deal. Uh, First, First time guest here on the Sumner County Sports Podcast. So a little introduction for yourself, if you don't mind. I always ask the, our guests to do this. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, how long you've been coaching, and what got you interested in coaching softball? Um, I've been
2: coaching probably for 15 years. i done two sports um, for, I guess, several years. I've done football for many years and softball as well this is my fifth year as head coach at, at gallatin for softball um and so uh and then i previous to that i coached at hendersonville um i was an assistant coach softball there for give or take 10 years um and then uh, i've coached football at hendersonville as well um and here at gallatin uh, currently i'm coaching football um, at hawkins middle school um right now so um i got into coaching uh, a lot of great mentors um Coach Griffin, uh, Coach Hatfield, a lot, a lot of good guys that I've been blessed to coach with over the years, kind of got me into, uh, you know, coaching life. Um, and, uh, and so I started doing softball many years ago. Um, you know, being around Coach Griffin, learned a lot from him, Coach Servin. Um, and so now I've carried on and been
1: blessed to, to keep, you know,
2: uh, keep working and, you know, uh, here at Gallatin now.
1: You wear a lot of hats, Mike. How in the world yeah. do you find time to do it all? I mean, you got a, you got a boy. You got a boy yeah. that's what in middle school now. I mean, he's, he's, now like, he's
2: He's eight, but he's playing. He's playing flag football right now.
1: Yeah, it feels like he's grown. You know, he's grown up under my eyes. I feel like I've, yeah. I've, I've seen him. You know, grow yeah, up for sir. a long, long time now. How do you? I mean, how do you manage your time? How do you do it all, Mike?
2: You try to maximize the time that you can when you're at school because uh, we teach, um, you know, we obviously teach. And, uh, and so between teaching and, and, you know, making the most of your time, I've been blessed with great assistant coaches. Um, I've got three assistant coaches here at Galson um, with softball. Who do a great job because Silcox takes care of a lot of the mowing of our field and we're going to have a deal. He does a lot of the mowing. I do a lot of the uh a lot of the field, you know, dirt and that kind of work. And then Coach Walker and Coach uh, Ainsley do a lot of the other stuff. So I've been blessed to have a lot of people help me out in different places. admin men um, here at Gallatin have been really helpful to help us kind of get the facilities that we have now and helping out the school as well.
1: You know, you mentioned that you're also a middle school coach at Hawkins, which is a feeder program to Hendersonville High School. Yes. How sir. do you manage the dynamic of wearing the green <laughs> and gold one day and then the black and gold the next day? Do you get any proof for that? Uh, there's some grief. I get some
2: grief for doing it. Um, I'm blessed. The principal, um, at Hawkins previously was Mr. Glasgow. Um, and so their coach had sat down. Um, and so, I you know, ended up, um, talking to him about possibly coaching. I live, you know, fairly close at school. And so it's close to the neighborhood of me. Um, and so Mr. Glasgow has since left. Now, Miss Abritz, um, is the head principal there now. And so I've been with her at Hendersonville. She became an assistant principal here at Gallatin and now is the head principal in Hawkins. And so, uh, so I've been blessed, you know, to have people who trust and believe that, you know, hopefully I'm doing the right things and, um, you know, hopefully building that program back. Um, you know, along with admin here, that's let me do that, unless me leave so I can go coach. You know, um, I love both sports. You know, and um, it'd be hard to give up either one because both of them are. You know, I love having the opportunity to coach and to fall coach football, and it's a different dynamic to coaching the girls um, in the spring of the softball.
1: You know, sticking with the football theme, I, I I didn't have this written down, but I just thought of it. You're a huge 49er fan, you know, yes. at, and and Greenway fans know that J that Ponches Mason just recently mm-hmm. signed with the 49ers. Yes, How excited has it been on the Gallatin community to uh, see one of their own, and especially for you joining a team that you that you love so much. Uh, it's been pretty cool.
2: Yesterday, we all wore gals. Uh, we were uh, here in Gallatin City. They had a parade and uh, we all wore 49er stuff. So it was easy for me. I think I helped supply <laughs> several people with uh, apparel yesterday. Um, so, you know, but it was neat. It's, it's a neat thing, you know, he's, I mean, I was coaching down the road and the coach against him. He's a great athlete, a great person. Um, it's awesome. The community to get behind uh, to support, um, you know, him as he goes on to the next, you know, the next venture in the NFL. And obviously we all hope the best and wish that to be the best for him, you know, on a personal level from, you know, the the community. And obviously on the, you know, personal level for me, being a 49er fan, all want him to succeed as well.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you've got a little bit more rooted interest in hoping he rushes for a thousand yards out of that yes, backfield. Yes, um, yes sir. And, and I saw the the Gallatin Greenway fans in 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 red and gold, and I thought my, I thought to myself, I said, I bet Mike probably handed out a couple T-shirts yesterday. Yeah, there's <laughs> there a few pictures
2: yesterday that I helped supply, so you know, but I was yeah. glad to do it.
1: Before we dive into the tournament, I wanted to talk to you about that. Beautiful field that you have over there that you helped orchestrate at Gallatin High School, newly named Kim Kendrick Field. Can you tell our listeners behind the origins of constructing that field? What all went as far as getting it built and the support you've gotten from the community because of this now state of the art complex? It is. Um, we've been, I've been blessed. Um, admin started off. Um, Dr. Becker,
2: Mr. Anderson, Coach Fresh. I mean, Coach Sanders, a lot of guys um, really helped out um, for us to get what we have now. The community stepped in um you know with transportation maybe of dirt or donations or pitching in to give stuff or donate stuff or donate time um so it's been a true community effort to get what we have it's been a blessing to have something on our campus and our field and um, you know what we have now we're still trying to evolve we're still trying to make it grow and there's all season projects that you know we want to do now to improve it and hopefully you know other Future projects come very soon um, keep it in, uh, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's been a blessing, you know, to have the help and the community support that we have here to get what we've got now. It's-
1: Does that go into you helping turn the corner on Gallatin softball? How have you been able to do that? You know, because it seems like now Gallatin a year in and a year out and for future years is going to be a team to be reckoned with.
2: Well, we've got uh, Coach Plunkett, Joey Plunkett, does a good job. He's, he's in the middle school the last several years. Um, so he's helped to grow with the middle school-wise. Um, he's helped do camps. Um, you know, we've done camps in the past. Uh, just kind of get fast pitching around here get girls playing the game. You know, we're in the works right now doing a camp for this summer. Um, just, you know, getting girls around. So, uh, you know, the administration get behind and let's, you know, work to make – to get the field on campus was a big deal. You know, I mean, we were blessed to have the par- department let us have a field and practice on the field and use the field and worked on the field um, and then us we've got a tournament there middle school tournament and a high school tournament that are big fundraisers for us um, and those tournaments have let us build um, to add facilities or things that the you know team needs that we have here. Um, you know, but you know, go starting middle school when Coach Plunkett started that was a really benefit to us. Um, and getting those girls back in the game, and, and he's really involved with the park and the fast pitch, and you know, trying to get the girls at a young age to get involved in the game.
1: Moving into the district tournament action, you get to you guys get to play McGavick today for the third time this year. Yes, um, you, you know, the first two meetings were, were, were blowouts, twenty-eight nothing combined score over that. How tough is it tough to ignore the those first two results?
2: It is. That's what the girls yesterday, you know, we played Hendersonville for the third time um, and teams are going to play much better. Once you get back against the wall and it's tournament time and um, you're looking at possibly going home, you know, if you lose, um, everybody starts to play a lot better. Uh, And so, you know, you throw out anything that happened previously. Um, you know, Hendersonville played a great game yesterday, and I, and I expect the same from uh, McGavick today. Um, you know, they have definitely improved, and we saw them now. It's been a month ago, basically, since we played. So, you know, I'm sure that they, they've they worked and improved and and done those things. And, you know, for a little bit I've seen the tournament, they've definitely done a, a much better job. Um, since the last time we've seen them, they've definitely improved.
1: One final question before I get you out of here, Mike, if you do get that opportunity to play Station Camper Beach in that round, what needs to happen for your team to ensure a a different result if you get that opportunity? Uh, we just you need know, to learn from mistakes. Um,
2: you know hopefully we're evolving and improving and we're learning from things that we did in the past. And we talk about that after games, a game, the win or a loss, uh, things we could have done better, things I could have done better um, as a coach. And we talk about that as coaches, and we talk about that as a team, and, and hopefully we learn. You know, the last two games we played against Beach, um, you know they walked off, and the last game they, they won, I think nine to seven. Um, and then we played Station Camp, and um, you know, and finding ways to get you know runners around and boots around. Um, I think Station can shut us out both times we played them in the regular season. Um, so we got to make the most of opportunities um, and be ourselves, and you know, don't let external outside stuff bother us. You know, we worry about us, don't worry about anything else, and play the game. And you know, these girls are playing for a long time, and um, and they're really good. Good, you know, group of girls. I mean, we're blessed with a great great group of girls, and the parents that are real supportive. Um, you know, just worry about us, don't worry about anything else, and make the most of the opportunity that we have when we get on the field.
1: Well, very good. Well, I look forward to seeing you guys later on this afternoon at Station Camp High School. Yes, sir. Fans, fans of softball, make sure you're coming out to Station Camp High School for the first game at five, followed by the double header at seven between the bison and the bucks. Coach Raper, thank you so much for joining us yes, today sir. and best of luck this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you did jerseys yesterday, we had. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: All right, have a good one. Thank you.
1: You you too. See ya. All right, bye bye. That was Gallatin Head Coach Mike Raper. Coming up after the break, we will hand out our Weekly Player of the Week Award as well as get into a little bit of track and field action. So make sure you're staying through the break.
0: AP Tennessee sports editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year, 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome.
1: Three's all. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA
0: Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything?
1: Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every
0: night. That was nice. <laughs> Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. (laughs) Other guy, Wham, married the best-looking girl, Bananarama. So, other guy, Wham, had a pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice.
1: Welcome back to the Sumner County Sports Podcast. Sorry, got caught talking to uh, Mike Craper off air. Uh, he had let me know that I missed my favorite uniforms in all the sports, which is the Kelly Green unis, uh, most most notably worn by the Oakland Athletics. I think those unis are maybe some of the sharpest in baseball, if not sports. I do love that Kelly Green jersey, and uh, he let me know there at the end of the show uh, that I missed those yesterday when they played against Hendersonville High School, so I was asking if he would wear those again sometime. But unfortunately for me, they have like six combinations of their uniforms, so I don't know that I will see them today, but I'm, sure the, I'm sure the girls want to want to wear something different. But diving into our last couple segments, first up, our player of the week this week goes to Hendersonville sophomore, Lake Morris. He is technically wet behind the ears of, in terms of his status in high school as only a sophomore, but Boy, that lefty hurler came up big Monday night for his team. Morris delivered a complete game outing for the Commandos in their 3-1 to one victory over Beach as he surrendered only three hits, one run, and struck out seven batters, including the side, in the seventh inning to earn the victory. He also had one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard. When he said, anytime I'm getting the start, I'm locked in before I put the milk in the cereal bowl. What a quote from the sophomore. He may be young, but the kid has a bright future ahead of him if he keeps working hard. When he did give me that quote, though, my immediate gut, gut reaction and follow-up question was, are you a milk-first guy or a cereal-first guy in the bowl? To which he replied, he is a cereal-first guy. So he got the right answer on that one, but what an incredible quote Anytime I know I'm getting the start, I'm locked in before I put the milk in my cereal bowl. Wise beyond his years. So congratulations to Hendersonville baseball sophomore Lake Morris on earning our player of the week this week. Our last topic before we dive into the end of the show, wanted to give an update on Class 3A track and field sectionals. So they just ran their subsectional meet this past past week at Green Hill High School and Brentwood High School. So those two regions, or subsections, excuse me, will meet for the sectional round this Thursday and Friday back at Grand Hill High School. They've got a state-of-the-art facility over there under Wilson County's newest school. With the field events to start Thursday and the running events on Friday, boys will follow the girls each day with competition starting at 5 p.m., Head on over to MainStreetPreps.com to check out a list of Sumner County athletes who will be competing in that event, as well as directions and details for how to navigate Green Hill High School. A little extra innings for you, as always, and keeping up with the theme of all things that I like to talk about for extra innings, that's Vols baseball. It is springtime, so we're going to highlight a heck of a season they've got over in Knoxville, Tennessee. They just clinched the SEC East regular season championship, Thanks, not thanks to themselves because they decided to drop the series to Kentucky, their first drop series of the season. But thankfully to, Van, to J.P.'s Vanderbilt Commodores, who downed Georgia by process of elimination and losses. Tennessee was able to get the SEC regular season championship. So, JP, did you actually win that series or did you lose it? But now 43-6 and on the season and 20-4 and in conference play, the Vols have locked up that regular season title, as I said, with two final conference series remaining against Georgia and at Mississippi State with the mighty Belmont Bruins sandwiched in between the two. Hoover the SEC tournament is a mere couple weeks away starting May 24th and to be honest with you all this success goes out the window so might as well get the big congratulations out of the way to us Vol fans for this accomplishment that said if you're like me this season is a complete 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 disappointment if the Vols do not win it all yes I said win it all Making it to Omaha isn't good enough for me, and it shouldn't be good enough for you, Tennessee Vol fans. If you're a Vol fan, it's win. It's win it all. It's win it all. It's win it all. And there's no settling for second place, third place, or anything else like that. So if you're Tony V, if you're the Tennessee Vols baseball team, the pressure is on from the fans like me, although they probably have enough pressure that they place on themselves each and every day. So, you know, pressure from fans is probably – it's probably nothing to them. So again, that will do it for today's episode. But shout out to the Vols baseball team for winning the SEC regular season championship. I will see you at Station Camp High School in the District 10 for a tournament championships starting today at five o'clock with Gallatin versus McGavick and Station Camp versus Beach. As always, we're going to end the show shooting on that basket. I'm over ever since JP put the pressure on me, telling me I had the best paper basket jump shot in all the game. He called me Steph Curry today, so let's see what happens. Woo-hoo-hoo! Steph! I'll see you next week.
0: This has been the Sumner County Sports Podcast with your host, Zach Womble, covering high school sports all across Sumner County. Check him out on Twitter at Zach Womble MSP and the show at Sumner Sports Pod and always online at MainStreetPreps.com. Sumner County Sports Podcast is a Main Street Media production.